Hello, welcome to Fuck Is Our Mantra. Is it really our mantra still? I wonder if we need to change the title. What would it be? I don't know. We haven't said we haven't said fuck a lot lately. I can say it more today. <laughs> <laughs> if we changed it, it would probably go to no Kennedy. No, get over here. <laughs> right? So yes. <laughs> Although we try to not We try not say to say no. that. We we try to be more affirmative and be like Kennedy, come and play with these. Kennedy, Asking her to do what you want her to do. Right. Versus telling Tell, her what she shouldn't do. Yeah, and it's really hard to reprogram yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have a dog and you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> All the damn time. So. Uh, we have a fun episode. I'm looking forward to this. I don't know what it is, so I'm curious. I mean, you do, but uh, do you have a fuck of the week that you want to go with? Uh, yeah. Or are we going to probably have the same one, so we should just tell it together? Sure. Is it last week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so I'll start it, and you can add color. Uh, so I got a phone call last Monday afternoon, and it comes up as Kennedy's daycare, which is always a good thing in the middle of the day to get the daycare calling you. It's never, oh, she's having such a great day. We just wanted to tell you. Yeah, they never call you with positive things. No, it's, fuck, Richard. Uh, Kennedy's got a temperature of 101. And part of me wants to be like, can she stay there till the end of the day? Like she didn't throw up on anybody. Like what's the problem? Um, but I could tell by the way that they were talking that they wanted me to come and get the child. So I said, <clears throat> let me move some stuff around. I can be there in, in a bit. So I'm, I called you and let you know, because I knew you, there's no way you'd be able to given your recent schedule. Yeah. So I went and picked her up and she was like, like she was laying down. They, they, uh, she looked like a pile of shit. <laughs> It looked look, bad. You, it's just one of those faces that you just know they're sick and they don't even have to say anything. Yeah. Oh, so got her home. She barely ate anything. Um, and I think it was your night to put her to bed. Yep. Um, so then Tuesday. Nope. No, because nope. no, I was Monday this week. So Okay. So yeah, it would have been, been your night. So you put her to bed. Uh, Tuesday, I worked from home because she had to stay home. No, you I, took off that day, didn't you? No, I just worked from home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as much work as you could get. The morning was fine. Uh, afternoon, she got rather bitchy. Um, so yeah, stayed stayed from home from work. What, we, I said, Steve, you stay upstairs. We'll go to the basement. We'll put on Frozen, and I'll get work done. And she and I will have a, just a day together. For the most part, until lunchtime, I got a lot done. And then she was super, super needy and clingy. And like it couldn't be enough to just be sitting next to you. Like You had to be engaging with her. So she's in a, she's also she's in seventeen kind months. Of a, yeah, and she's also just in more of a, um, she's in the clingy phase of toddlerhood. Um, she, yeah, it's, it's not that's not due to her illness. It was just like exponent. It was like it was it was exacerbated yeah, because go, yeah. because she was sick. Yeah. But yeah. So then Tuesday night she kind of ate some dinner. I feel like and her like we'd gotten her fever under control and under control meaning. By Tuesday, she had gotten back to normal with the help of Tylenol. Um, and then went back up to like 100, 101, some more Tylenol. And like, you, that's kind of the fight you have with fever, fevers is just keep drugging, making sure they're drinking enough. And um, she was. Um, and the hope you know, was that Wednesday she could break the fever and, wah, wah. and uh, we could be on the upswing. Wah, wah. So I put her to bed that night and she, I gave her Tylenol to go to, to, you know, go to bed and, um, 
she woke up. It was like 12, 15, 12, 30 ish in the morning. And we just like kind of whimpering like, a, uh, I don't like, okay, fine. Like there could be any number of things at that point. Your foot stuck. You can't find your pacifier. You're having a bad dream. Like it could have been everything. Um, so I was just waiting to see if she would figure it out or if it was something more. Well, it was something more. She got louder. And so I was like, okay, fine. I'll get up. Um, meanwhile, you got up to go to the bathroom at the same time because I think she probably woke you up yep. as well. So I go in there, um, and I'll let you take over the story here in a second. Um, yep. I go in there, and I I don't remember if I like, tried to find the pacifier. Yeah, because I had looked for the pacifier in the monitor. I go into the room. I, I grab the pacifier, and I try and put it in her mouth, and she refuses. And then I, I could feel her. I was like, oh, you are warm. So I go to the bathroom, grab the thermometer, come back in, put it on her forehead. Because I do two tests. I do just a, a straight forehead, and then I do the swipe forehead. And I did the straight forehead. Beep, 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 beep. 106. Yeah. And if you are unfamiliar, that's fucking bad. For an adult. Yeah. Let alone a little baby. <laughs> baby. So I, you were in the bathroom. I went quickly to our room, um, and I... <laughs> Talked loudly to you in the bathroom. I was like, we need to go. And I was like, what? And I had I had taken a... Uh, you had taken an antihistamine or something. It was my daily allergy pill, yeah. which is kind of a downer. So it puts you to sleep. <laughs> so I was like, I wasn't drugged by any means, but I was still... I probably wasn't fully coherent either, because uh, it had only been a couple hours by that point. Yeah. Um, and I was like, huh? Uh, what? Huh? And then I remember walking... I think I registered the fact that you said, get ready... And I, but I walked back to her room. I, I was trying I was, to. I think I was naked. In you the, were naked in the hallway, and I was like, "You're like, oh, I just couldn't put it together." <laughs> <laughs> and then you and you're like, "She she has a temperature." And I was like, "Okay, let's go." Uh, I think you were like looking, waiting for me to be like, "Yeah, let's go." I kind of like I won't, I wanted a confirmation, like I wasn't over exaggerating or like over no over responding no. So we got dressed real fast and yep. put her in the car. Um, cranked the ac i'm so cold yeah we were freezing uh, actually well while you were getting ready i was tried tried to give her a little water which she drank i tried to put a cold compress on her head and she didn't didn't like that at all not having that so i, just, I tried to force feed her talent she wouldn't take that either and i tried to give her or so i tried to give her like a just a cold washcloth she wouldn't do that um so i was like you're just she's just unhappy because yeah, she doesn't feel very good yeah on so fire basically like speeding down the highway going to the children's hospital because yeah. it's I, 10 miles away it is and i wanted to go to a, a specialty for kids yeah. i'm just i guess i'm nothing wrong with that i'm picky but i, I just don't want a standard er for my little baby i yeah. want to go to the children's hospital where they yeah. specialize in her yeah um and they they did a series of tests they gave her a catheter mm. um they tested for covid uh, I, they tested for a UTI. They tested for something other, some panel. It was a rest panel, a respiratory panel yeah. to make sure, like the, uh, some other viral. There was like twenty things. viruses that that panel tests for. Um, she was grumpy the entire time we were in there. Thank God we had our phone and watched Frozen yep. the entire time. Yep. Thank God. For Thank Frozen. you, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will say it's. At that point, we felt a little better, I think, because at least we were in the care of doctors. Yeah. Like, we weren't at home by ourselves having this huge fever, and it kind of dropped by that point a little well, bit. Well, they, they they shot her up with Tylenol, or uh, ibuprofen, ibuprofen. Yeah. and they got her down to 102 while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So. And I have to say, um, we'd only been to the Blank Children's Hospital in Des Moines once, and that was for <clears throat> her heart test. 
seven, eight months ago, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, and the staff was fantastic. Um, COVID included. Yeah. I mean, I, I never felt unsafe for a minute. No, no. And they were just, they understood that a, it was one in the morning. So we were sleep deprived. B, our little girl was not well. And so they understood that. And like, they treated us with compassion and, mm-hmm. um, they were very good. Yeah. The so, doctor was give her, I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name either, but she sat down in the, in our room once it, once they were ready to discharge us and kind of talked us through a, what from a medical perspective they're doing B as a mom, what she does in the situation, yep. which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was so good. So we got home and she was put the next to day, bed. the next day. Yeah. She went straight to bed. We got McDonald's. That's probably a really funny oh, story. Yeah, I forgot about that part of the fucking story. Uh, so we leave, <laughs> we leave, we can come back to this and all, all to say Kennedy is fine. She's all, fine all tests, including COVID-19, the coronavirus uh, test came back negative. Negative. Um, we still actually don't know what caused we'll it. Probably never know. Uh, but it is, as a parent, it is terrifying to be like, yeah. okay, hundred. Like I've never seen 106 on a human period. Yeah. And so I was actually talking to some co- some coworkers who are also parents, and they're like, "What? Yeah, like they were so shocked yeah. that there was that high." Um, luckily, by the time we left, it had dropped quite a bit. She was pretty sleepy, so she was quiet, quieting down, calming down in the back seat. So I was like, "Richard, it is three forty-five or something. Yep. It was almost four o'clock in the morning." I was like, "We're gonna go to McDonald's or something because." We've earned it. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care that it's McDonald's. I'm not a huge McDonald's fan, but I don't know anything else that's open at that hour. Yeah. So we get there, and um, I rem, gosh, I remember wanting. You wanted French fries. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why I went. Yeah. Was, and I the hope that they would make French fries. Yeah, and give Kennedy some yeah. as like a reward for being good yeah. and you know having a catheter, catheter shoved up her hoochie and all that stuff. Oh, um, we didn't really tell about that. She she didn't have a lot of pee inside of her, so they had to squeeze her poor bladder to get enough pee into the tube. Yeah, I was going to skip over that fact. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> had to. She's got to be embarrassed by this. Uh, so we get there, and they're like, it's breakfast. We are not doing fries. Like, we're kind of rude. And so then I just ordered, like, a number, whatever. Number three. Whatever it was. Yeah. It was just like a biscuit sandwich thing. And I was like... I need some caffeine, and I don't want their coffee. It's disgusting at McDonald's, so I don't want their coffee. So give me a Coke. We don't have soda. And I looked at you, and I was like, who the fuck doesn't have soda? Like, what McDonald's of all places? Like, McDonald's is known for their Diet Coke. Yeah. I'm not a big Diet Coke person, but that's what people love them for. Yeah. How are you out of soda? At 3.45. In the morning. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, and she was just rude they as could just be. rude as hell. Yeah. And granted, the quality of food actually came pretty great. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, was not bad. Minus the coffee was shit that I got. Uh, yeah, I got oh, orange God. juice for a reason. Um, so we got home. We put her to bed, and we enjoyed our sandwich. And then I think we you both tried down. to put her back. Be- then she woke up by the, like by five in the morning. She was awake and fussy. I tried to get a little sleep. I probably got twenty minutes. Yeah. And then I was like, fine, I'll go up and I'll do. I'll I'll take care of her for a little bit so you could. I don't know, get ready or whatever. and Yeah, because she was staying home with me that day. Right, because I had to get to work. Yeah. Um, so you, you stayed home with her on Wednesday, on Wednesday yep. and Thursday. And Friday. Well, you were I, came, I came home early Friday to to, yep. to relieve you. Um, and then we just hung out at home over the weekend. and She's fine now. She is fine we're now. Good. She's back to her happy-go-lucky self, so we don't know what happened. Yeah. But 
I, I like to joke that we passed that parenting test. Um, I mean, shit. It, it's, I never want her get together to get back to 106. And truth be told, kids, toddlers do, um, their fevers do go higher than they do. normal. And they, they can escalate pretty quickly, much more than an, an adult would. So it wasn't necessarily like... I mean, she went from 100 to 106 in three hours. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily abnormal in the sense of like how fast it climbed or... The fact that it was higher than an, like an average adult, that's very normal. But I think, honestly, for me, uh, once it gets to 104, that's when my worry starts to st- set in. Richard's a little bit more le- level-headed. I think well, he's like 105, I start to question, and 106, I got to get out of here. And I'm, I'm like, I mean, like if she had been 104 and we could have gotten Tylenol down her, I probably would have been fine to stay home, and let's see if it comes back down, and we'll watch her at this point, but... It was 106. I couldn't get Tylenol down. I was like, nope, we got to go because it yeah. could be any number of things, right? So so it was a big fuck for both of us. And fucking terrible. Honestly, week. it was a big fuck for her. It was. She was not happy, and I felt so bad for her. Yeah. But. yeah. So that's uh, a combined fuck of the week. Terrible. Yeah. For those of you who are parents out there who have experienced this, you know the heartbreak and the worry and the scary. Yeah. Especially the first time that that happens. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, like if you if she breaks her arm, okay, I, I know what I know what that is, and I know how to deal with that, and what that, and I, you know, but this you don't know, and she can't tell you, and yeah, especially with it, I probably would have been a little less worried if COVID weren't a thing, but COVID's a thing, and so it's like, what the fuck, do you have? like? I will say that they they didn't even have to ask. No, they, they just said we're going to test her for COVID. Yeah, um, and they actually f- f- most of the test results came back within twelve hours. Yeah, um, including. COVID was the back COVID. that day. Yeah. Um, and it was, I was impressed. Yeah. I really was. I was like, damn. Not only like were they kind to us and the doctor was amazing, but they actually make, made sure that they expedited our, our test results. They knew that like yeah. Blake Children's Hospital props to you. Yes. Last Wednesday morning. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, about a year ago, we had an episode called uh, The Case of the Murdered Squirrels. We have part two, uh, or season two of that story, and that's the title of this ep- this episode, The Case of the Murdered Chicken. So, um, oh, NSFW, dear. after the break. Not suitable for work. Not suitable probably for children. Yeah, that's either. why you have more kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the sixth leading cause of death in the United States is Alzheimer's disease? And that one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia, and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. I know times are tough, but I'm asking for your help. As the chair of the Iowa Board of Directors of the Alzheimer's Association for the next two years, I am working harder than ever to raise awareness and to raise funds to rid the world of Alzheimer's and all other dementias. And your money doesn't just go to research. It goes to care and support groups, which are free by the way. The 24-hour hotline, which is free by the way. To education and awareness programs in every community across the country. And it does go to research. The Alzheimer's Association is the third leading funder of research and the highest funder of research that is a non-governmental entity in the world and they're making strides each and every day so please give it some thought if you're interested please click the link in the show notes to donate 
to our Alzheimer's walk team today. Your money stays in the local communities to impact, to support, and to educate people all across the country about Alzheimer's, the warning signs, and how to get care and support. This is a disease that is quiet, but it's continually taking away lives of people all around us, including my great aunt, my neighbor, and a dear family friend. Again, the link is in the show notes to go and support our walk to end Alzheimer's. And if you just want more information, you can go to ALZ.org. Hey, everybody. Steve here. Um, we are so excited to launch uh, Brook and Co. I know we've talked about that in the past, but, um, you know, these are t-shirts that we are really, really passionate about. Um, they, they are super comfortable. They wash well. They wear well. They can take you from running around town with the kids to dinner with your friends when we can go back and do that again. Um, and so uh, just to make sure you guys are able to try them, I wanted to give you guys a discount code. So head to brookandco.com and enter the code MANTRA, and you'll get 10% off your order. Um, like I said, it is MANTRA, M-A-N-T-R-A, and you'll get 10% off of your entire order. And you know what? If you try them, please reach out. Let us know what you think, how comfortable you are, what you love about it, and uh, enjoy. Thanks, guys. Okay, if you need a refresher on the case of the murdered squirrels, the link is in the show notes to go listen to the whole story if you want. But my sister and my father was the accomplice in that particular incident. Um, true story, as is this one that was recently told to us, and I put it in my phone because it was, it was too fucking good not to share it with you all. So a friend of ours um, was shopping at a local... Uh, Fabric store. Fabric store. Like she's an avid shopper there, and they knew her really well. Her husband had some work to do in the town that this store was in, and so she was just like, "Drop me off here. I'll do some shopping." Have to go back a little bit where this shop owner is a bit eccentric, you would say. Yep. She bought two chickens yes. from China or Japan or yeah, from somewhere. Asia of some sort, and she was going to breed them. And there's, I guess, it's like these really beautiful, like chickens that are um <laughs> that's just weird to say i know i mean i don't i don't really don't know how to judge a chicken's beauty but yeah at the same time i guess it was like they're very rare yeah and um they don't exist in the u.s so to have them it's like this prize and she animal. was like super proud of these birds yes are they birds yes they are birds okay. these birds um and she would talk about them she had she had note cards made with their like their heads on them or yep. whatever it's so, like mm-hmm. she was super proud of these these birds yes um so our friend is there shopping and doing a lot of you know a lot of shopping and and her husband um finishes his work and he arrives there to 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 pick her up and he's just waiting for his wife so not in a big hurry he and he would brought his dog their dog with them what kind of dog was i it? don't know it was a bigger dog it, it wasn't was like a lab maybe it, it might have been a lab that's probably it, lab size at yeah. least so he's like Sadie. Yeah. Um, so decides, oh, there's an open field here. We'll just let the dog run a little bit. So he does. So we actually started this conversation because Aiden, our dog, uh, Richard told the story of when Aiden was little, how he captured a baby Killed Robin. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a baby Robin that was like 
or it wasn't a baby, I guess it was young, was flying, and he it's, caught it, like, right in the middle of the air. Yeah. Um, and that's how the story kind that's of right. came I about. about that. Yeah. Um, and so the dog was, their dog was out there walking, and they're walking by a fence, and there's this lady's house with this, this eccentric lady with these two prized rare chickens. Um, and I don't really remember how it got to it, but... It stuck its head through the fence. Yeah. The chicken stuck its head through the fence, and, and the dog saw it. The dog saw it and went after it and bit it and broke its neck and killed the chicken. And <laughs> <laughs> the next the next thing that uh, our friend told us was that uh, he... Uh, her husband. Her, her husband kind of panicked a little bit because he knew of this lady and yeah. he knew the, of these chickens. And it was all well well known around town of how much she doted on them and put her whole life into them and uh he was he basically throws the dog in the back of the car rushes back to the to the store to the fabric store and says walks in and goes we gotta go now and she wants to buy all of her fabric she's like okay i'm almost done no big deal like (laughs) i'm you know i just have a couple more things i want to look at and he was like no now we have to go we have to go and she was like, what? She was pissed. Yeah, she was not. Uh, and he goes, get your ass in the car. Let's go. <laughs> I can just picture this whole thing and, I know. And so then finally, as they're leaving and as they're driving off and probably as he's getting out of town, he tells her what happened. Yeah. And I, I don't know if we ever found out what happened to this eccentric lady with the chicken. I mean, she was heartbroken and she like... We probably should have clarified. Oh, I I do remember. They said that like she went like they got around town. Yeah. Someone killed her chicken, and that she was wanting to find out who it was. Well, she thought it was a wild animal who had done it, which yeah. is hundred percent plausible. <laughs> um, except for the hundred percent didn't happen. Um, and to this day, she has no idea. She's never confessed. Nope, she's never confessed. Uh, they don't. That dog's not around anymore, and no one's ever found out who killed yeah. this prized chicken. So we'll keep this person's identity a secret uh, until it's safe to say, but uh, I felt like it was worthy of a story. <laughs> yeah, I want to know how much that bite from that dog cost her. Like, I want to know how much, how much that I chicken know. cost. Crazy. Oh, God. So that is the case of the murdered chicken. <laughs> I totally forgot about that story. Yeah. I was crying. I was laughing it's so hilarious. hard. Oh, goodness. So that does it for this episode. What else? Before our next episode, mm-hmm. um, we will be into August. Yes. And someone on this podcast will have celebrated a birthday. Oh, not 40, thank God. Not 40, but 37. No, I will be 37 on the 5th. That's right. So, which I've learned to love getting older. I I, I just love it. I think there's, there's so much wisdom and you start to appreciate life a lot more the older you get. So, yeah, I mean, between I had a pretty good year between 36 and 37. Yeah. Well, between 35, 35 and, and yeah, really from 35 on. I mean, granted for the five years before you got to 35 was pretty good. Cause you had me, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to fall down too low, too low on that. Yeah. List. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's funny. You, uh, having a kid, you kind of look through, you look at the world through their eyes uh, once you have one and so it's birthdays are just now kind of in that same mode and I'm more about like enjoying my husband and 
my baby girl on those days yeah. more so than let's go drinking. Like that's just not, that's just not where my priorities live. So I'm excited for 37. Yeah. It's going to be good. It will be good. So I just, 2020 sucks. I can't go do anything. Sucks ass. We can't even really go to dinner. Oh, but man. We'll probably order sushi in and call it good. We so, take her out. I don't know if they're. Oh, they might not be doing that. I don't think they're letting people in. Yeah. So thanks, COVID. I know. It's but, the worst. Anyway, anyway, you guys have a great uh, week, and we will chat with you next time. This podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at GoSproutMedia.com where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's GhostBroughtMedia.com.